This is a Lit Match production. Oh, ah, that's hot. There's a bug. Hold on. Now it is dead. Ew, no, it's not my wall. Oh, God, I'm making it worse. Oh, Jesus. I was driving back from Syracuse yesterday, and I had the windows, like, most of the way down, and I don't know where this bug hit. I don't know if it hit the edge of my window. Oh, no. I don't know if it hit the mirror, but I got, like, sprayed with bug goo. Three, two, one, go, episode five. <laughs> Welcome to episode five of Free Live Cams. Today is August 11th. It's pretty hot. It's so hot. We, we both uh, have made very deliberate efforts with our fans and positioning, and hopefully the sort of ambient horror isn't too uh, difficult for people to listen to because... I just, I can't get a good temp in my apartment. I've got these gorgeous windows, but it makes it very hot I in went, here. This I went of fan off, uh, so I may s- slowly wither as the recording continues. I'll do my best. <laughs> it's like actually 95 degrees today. I'm it's sorry, I didn't hot. mean to interrupt you. No, it's okay. You should turn your fan on. No, it's really it was, not it was bad. bothering me. Just... Uh, I was thinking this morning, uh, I just got, well, it was a whole drama. I was traveling this past weekend and had to get tea delivered, but it came on the wrong day. So I didn't have tea before I got on the road. But anyway, it came last night. I didn't open it until this morning. I'm feeding back into myself. What was I saying? Cool. I was You're traveling. Tell a story about something. I have no oh, idea. Oh, my tea. Your tea? Your tea arrived, but you had not opened it? You like you really left it in a cliffhanger. I did. Uh, so, listeners, what I'm guessing you you just heard is the redact sound. Because I had to cut four minutes out of the podcast. Because I was getting audio feedback that no one else could hear. It's a very mysterious situation. But I don't really know why or where it was coming from. I wonder if my computer is just like submitting phantom sounds. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we'll see if this makes a difference. Uh, So my tea, uh, you saying I I may wither away while we're recording made me think of this. The there's a like a graphic on the side of the tea carton. That was like six times more caffeine than a regular cup of coffee. And so it had like a bar graph with regular tea, coffee, and then this like pomegranate high power caffeine tea. And I was like, I was going to text one of my coworkers and be like, if I stop responding to emails today, it's because I've had a heart attack and died. Have you ever had, um, you ever had yerba mate? Uh, Probably. Probably. I've never, uh, sought out the yerba. I've never had it like the real way because you can like brew it but I've had like the tasty fake juice one you get at the health food store yeah um, and one time I drank one too fast and like <laughs> ascended um 
on a completely opposite spectrum. Um, one time when I was in college and trying to work an overnight job, I drank two monsters in a row and my tongue bled. So nobody do that. <laughs> then I quit I the job. I quit the job the next day. I was like, this is too much. My tongue is bleeding. <laughs> I don't even know how to process that information. Uh, so as you may have guessed, this is Free Live Cams, a podcast about queerness and language. Today we're going to talk about language specifically once we uh, get ourselves there. I'm Jay. My pronouns are they and them, and don't you forget it. I am a gin drinker, a recent bourbon snob, but when it comes down to it, water's just my favorite beverage. <laughs> You're... Your introductions are always so, like, <laughs> good. <laughs> they're just, they're cool, they're calm, they're collected, they're funny, they're different every time, and I'm going to continue to fumble, so. Can I give you some advice? Now? Yeah, right now. Yeah. I practice. I think about it, and then I told you I had one thought today, and I wrote it down. <laughs> Hi, my name is Haley. Uh, my pronouns are they, am them, and I have a singular brain cell. <laughs> my favorite beverage is iced coffee. I'm very dehydrated, but usually awake. It's very homosexual of you. I do what I can. Oh, also, sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> this is our first recording after the podcast is actually launched. Um, a very like sincere thank you to everybody who reached out to us and also yes. everybody who listened, but also uh. especially if you're both of those things. If you are someone we know who took the time to listen and then tell us what you thought, uh, we really took it to heart and appreciate your time. Thank you. Yeah. Like Haley said, the fact that so many people we know just got on board so fast and listened and sent us messages and suggestions and ideas. And it's just, it's so, it's it, so great. It happened so quickly. It was like kind of a joke. And now we are recording the fifth episode of our podcast and people have listened to it. I know. That was the funniest thing. Someone was like, have you and Haley been planning this for a long time? And I'm like, oh, I kept harassing them. <laughs> I kept being like, hey, we should start a podcast. And they were like, yeah, maybe. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. And then I was like, hey, guess what? We have a chance to do a podcast. And now, Here this we are. episode five. It's this episode amazing. five. Time flies. Um, truly Ugh. a joy. Something I look forward to. It's so great. Because it also, I, we've kind of alluded to this in a bunch of different episodes, but it's given us a chance to like talk through some shit which I think is the best segue we're going to get, unless you had a better one that you wanted to work out. Um, um, I wanted to check in, but I, we can do our big check-in at the end. That could be our, our closing segment. Oh, that's perfect. I love that. Okay. Um, so I think that's the best segue we're going to get. Um, talk, talk me through what we're talking about. You lead the way on this one. I'm also going to go open my curtains. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to move while you're talking because I have you on my... That's I'm fine. Into my so what I have written down is like, I'm always, is this being recorded or is this me like talking to you? Record it. I'm shouting at my mic from across the curtain. Record it. 
So um, we have been discussing recently um, language, very specifically, most specifically uh, the use of the letter X when people are intending to be more inclusive, uh, whether that is the effect of their words or uh, the perception of it or not. Uh, I, I believe that truly, like, it, the intent is to be as inclusive as possible. Um, so if you are a person who consumes um, media for queer people or you um, know people that do or share it or you work in any sort of sphere where, like, inclusivity is a very strong uh, sort of value, I guess, uh, you may have come across when people insert uh, the letter X into words like folks and women being F-O-L-X folks and W-O-M-X-N women, um, which I believe is how you would say it. Um, yeah. You want to start there? Um, Unless you have more. I, hadn't, I didn't have any thoughts more on pronunciation. Um, no, I don't really have more preface. I have um, some my I have my thoughts on it and then some stems off of them um but there's also been like very specifically this week um in the queer centric media that I consume you know on on Twitter and Instagram and some articles and things uh some writing recently about like now that this is sort of becoming in more progressive circles it's kind of normative now that people use those terms um that uh you know how how did we get here and why and how does everybody feel about it because it used to be sort of something you didn't really see very much and now it's it's very much um all over the place and i think it's interesting that we had been talking about it and then uh it seems like other people are too so i will that's my preface for those of you who are playing along at home um, we are going to share sort of what we think. I have some questions, um, and I'd love to hear what you all think. So feel free to reach out to us. Um, give me your snap. Like the first time you saw it, what did you think? Um, and, I, or what are your feelings about it right now? Like your I don't, quickest I don't, summary about it. I don't love it. You don't um, love it. Okay. I don't, I don't love it. Um, my like, this gut, is going to be good. My, my gut punch reaction is that it's um kind of performative and kind of pandering um both initially and with some of the information i have um and i take larger issue with um the use of women uh with the accident because um i have done some reading that leads me to understand that it's exclusionary um whether that's the intent or not yeah. Um, and then folks, I find more more on the performative side because folks is already a gender, gender neutral term. Yeah. Um, and it's often the people I find who use that the most, whether well-intentioned or not, are people I know that often really love a, a pat on the back. <laughs> so that's my gut punch react. Why? How do you feel? Uh, I have not thought like too critically. My brain is already like circulating in a way um now that we're actually talking about it I generally like it because I feel like it is a signal with women in particular with the ex 
I feel like it is a symbol. I've always said it, I've always interpreted it as um, a signal that trans women are included in this space, as opposed to saying this is a women only space and that means cis women, turfy stuff, trans women aren't welcome. Um, I don't see it used a lot in seriousness. And when I do see it used in seriousness, it has the implications that I just described. I see and very much enjoy a lot of satire, uh, like using it in a way, like queer people using the X in a way that is intentionally humorous, um, which I always appreciate. Uh, I also like uh, King with the X. I, th- I think King with the X is funny. KXNG, uh, because like why the fuck not? <laughs> you know, I, like, I do when the X is is brought into you know like hu- humor by gays for gays. I think it's hysterical. Yeah, um, things like that. But um, I had intended on finding the piece of writing I was looking at, or the some of the reading I had done to look up why. Uh, or what some people had said about uh, women with the X being exclusionary, so I could articulate that more clearly. Perhaps at a later date, I will add some links below or a clip to clarify that. The article referenced here was in fact included in the show notes. Um, but the other thing that rubs me the wrong way about it, and I don't mean to like debate you, I just, I'm, I'm no, thinking. no, no. I mean, but also let's, you know, um, no, I, cause I'm I, not a person who's easily convinced if it's anyone in my life, you would be the one to make a convincing argument. But, uh, I think it's both rare and encouraging that I am the cynic on this. Uh, yeah, in, no, in I, this. I, I like not having the same opinion. Um, um, oh Yeah keeps it interesting um the other thing that rubs me the wrong way about it is like i feel like it's usually grouped along or instead of like people who say like women and non-binary people or uh, like women yeah. and femmes and like things like that and i don't get women that, and femmes I, it's, it's women and people you think look like women like i don't <laughs> you know which is me so not guys- a woman is um you know whoever's twinkie femme friend that like they decided gets to count as a woman who knows you know i don't like i have a hard time giving the the onus of judgment to others which we've discussed like yeah who are you to say who's what um but that also yeah i don't like that at all because femme is also Um, like very loaded no and historically loaded and i appreciate the you know the recognition of of women and people who identify otherwise or whatever um and sometimes that is a necessary grouping but it's not always a necessary grouping and it usually ends up being when it's like people who are not men or um women and you know diet women women light people (laughs) you know women adjacent people um which i don't love um but also like there's so many people who because i see it a lot in like in grad school circles, in education circles, in sort of the the social justice type circles I run in. And um, it's always well-intended. Like, people are always trying to be as inclusive as possible. Um, and for the most part, it's people who, like, are often straight. And, like, I don't know that they would think to explore the nuance of 
women and women adjacent or, you know, who am I to say who's femme or who's excluded by this statement? That's such a hard question. You know, that's one of the most important questions you can ask of anything is like, who is excluded by this? Mm. Um, And that can be a hard question to ask if you have no scope of what the answer is other than like, maybe the black folks don't like this. I don't know. Maybe the trans won't well, like and, this. And it also, <laughs> like it's, if you don't, if you don't know what the potential answers could be, but it's, also, it's it hard can be to call so overwhelming. Up, if you're yeah. coming from that position, often the answer is a lot of people. And who, <laughs> Everyone and, who doesn't look explicitly like you, probably whoever you asked, you know, <laughs> is probably going to be like preachy and shameful about it. Whereas like we could just educate each other. There's no yeah. need to, you know. I I also find, and this I think is part of a couple rants that I had back in episode two, it's also that question of like, you're making this judgment based on how someone looks. So like you're saying, women and women adjacent, like what does a quote unquote woman look like to you and therefore what is this language doing or not doing to include those specific people or people who aren't that. Um, I remember very specifically, this whole conversation reminds me of a tweet by Daniel Ortberg like a million years ago. Uh, Iconic, iconic trans. Just, oh my God, that's that's the goal. King with the X. Yeah, King with the X. Uh, we need to get this podcast famous enough that Daniel Orberg will come on and do a guest spot because I would fucking shit in my I pants. Would I would weep. die. I would weep if we could <laughs> and have... Grace, and Grace, too, obviously. I was going to say, if we could have them both on to like interview, I would cry actual tears. Um, I have so many things that I would say. Uh, but so I, it was... Uh, if you are not uh, following Daniel and Grace, you should uh, check in on their... A like raucous humor and B really important um, work that they're doing for uh, trans people. Yeah, honestly, huge. for everybody, for the world, for the better huge, of the universe, hugely important. Uh, so Daniel's tweet was like, just uh, apropos of nothing, was I'm not sure what women and people who identify as women cover that women does not cover. Yeah. And I remember seeing that and being like immediate sort of not pushing back, but having that moment of like, well, those are clearly well-intentioned people, as you mentioned, who are trying to verbally signal that trans people are welcome in this space. And it is extremely ham-fisted and his point is incredibly a good one and like, got me thinking about that kind of language in a way that I really hadn't before. Um, But it was such an obvious where I was like, oh, yeah, I can see why that's grimy. And I also see that now as I've moved out of a cis identity um, and understood myself as a non-binary person and even, like, in my quietest moments, flirt with a trans male identity, like... I see I see these conversations differently than I did uh, three years ago when I was still very much seeing myself as cis and trying to understand myself as cis in this world. Um, yeah. I, um, in us talking about it, 
um, wanted to, some of the things I've been looking at today, I sent you a link to, um, yeah, I wanted to pull these up as well. So let's uh, do it. at them's health on Instagram, which I believe is a part of some larger publication that I is not listed on their Instagram at them's health. Check them we'll, out. We'll link to it. They're great. Um, uh, so they had asked, the question is gone because it's been longer than 24 hours, but they had asked, you know, sort of how people feel about the X. How do you feel about the X and folks and women and things like that? And I'm sort of scrolling through them and I'm going to read a couple of them that I found particularly interesting um, or thought provoking. It clues me in that the person is being intentional in their inclusivity. Okay. that's And that's kind of how I feel generally. Um, I see, quote, trans people exist, but also, quote, Trans people are different from us, which mm-hmm. I thought was very pro- thought-provoking. Um, uh, mixed feelings, folks makes me feel included. Women makes it feel like non-binary people are women light, which might have been where I borrowed that term from. Um, it's, yeah, I've sort of seen that in the the discourse generally. An, um, another so. mention of women having turf roots. I would like to look that up and find it. I made a note of it. To confirm, the article made it in the show notes. Me too. That was sort of my snap judgment as I was clicking through those earlier when you sent them to me. I actually feel like it's the opposite of turfy in that it's acknowledging the importance of trans people. I'd, yeah, I'd like to do the research on that. Yeah, me too. Um, also, if you are a trans person listening to us, we would love to hear your feelings on that statement. Um, yeah, bigly. Uh, uh, quote, I'm non-binary, don't feel included in women with the X, and don't like it used to include trans people. It includes all purposely saying you are included, necessary, welcome, valid, and safe here, which I think is yeah. an important point. It feels performative and unhelpful. Folks is already gender neutral. Um, so there was probably about 30. That was just a, a loose survey. Yeah. But What if we just switch it so it's three X's? <laughs> At all times. Um, yeah. So after that, uh, the question I have is like, so if we don't like, or I, I suppose, don't like, like women with the X and I find folks with the X to be performative, um, then, you know, how, how would I like to be referred to? How do I want people to refer to us? Um, and I didn't really have a good answer, but I tried to think of a couple things. Um, and one is people say like, ladies, gentlemen, and everybody else, which I don't hate, but also like is, is, is othering in base, um, and you know, sort of belittling, but like an, an effort, um, there's, uh, ladies and gentle thems, which I loathe, but I am no fun. So (laughs) ladies and gentle thems is pretty funny. I think it's corny and stupid um well i mean yeah i think that's the point i'm i'm no fun (laughs) i don't don't think anyone has ever used it honestly and been like yes i'm doing a service to the oh but they do they do (laughs) in jest it's funny but in seriousness it's corny but also like again an effort thank you you know whatever um i'm no fun uh and then i just have everyone in quotes because i'm boring and i like that esteemed guests esteemed guests is good the ever-present y'all 
I say y'all so much. Um, so many people that I have met recently ask me if I'm from the South. Incredible. Um, and I picked it up because I don't have a, I don't have a Southern accent at all. I'm very much from Long Island. Long Island. Um, I know. I had a bad upstate New York accent day today. It was really, <laughs> it was really raging out of control at work today. Um, but I say y'all so much from teaching that, yeah. um, and I like it. It's neutral. It's cool. It feels less silly than folks to me um, with the K or the X. Um, I do say <laughs> friends when I'm speaking to students, Yeah, um, which is, you know, hokey is all hell, um, but it works for me. So, or by age, sorry, I, you know, third graders continue. I was talking to, and he was, um, managing, uh, like a co-working space, but more like a corporate meeting space, like a space rental, but for larger groups. And he was the person to do a lot of the bookings and also, greet the people as they walked in and he was like I need a a gesture and he's like I'm not really a y'all kind of girl (laughs) and folks seems a little too homey (laughs) and I was like you know friends is good um I like individuals hello group of individuals (laughs) a personal favorite of mine um also is it, I mean, is it too impersonal just to say hello? Like, hello, arguably like you're, you're addressing a crowd. It's more personable. Like, like, hello. It's arguably more personable. Are you sitting in front of me listening to me talk? Yes, well, hello. Hey, what's going on? Hi, I'm Jay. Hello. Adoring oh, man. audience. Our live show audience. Hello. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think there's that one David Bowie, uh, interview from like this, the late seventies and he's like, you know, ladies, gentlemen, and he looks right at the, he's like at the Oscars or something. I'll have to figure out what it is, but he like, you know, he's announcing to the crowd, ladies, gentlemen, and he looks dead at the camera and goes, others. And I'm always trying to channel that energy whenever I do a ladies, gentlemen, and others. Uh, because it's, uh, you know, others is like very deliberately and explicitly othering. Um, oh, yes. I love it. But I like, I don't mind it. Um, there's a, a quote from Doctor Who that's like, ladies, gentlemen, androids, something, something, and variations thereupon. Uh, and it's like a funny, nerdy thing. And then you have like spoil sports pushing back and being like, well, I'm not a variation on a woman. I'm a woman. And I'm like, it's a chill. Me being something else does not. It's not impact your anything. Because I'm pretty sure there are like a bunch of things between men, women and variations thereupon. Maybe I'm misremembering the quote, but I remember reading someone's pushback and being like, it's anti-trans because it's saying variations upon these things. And I was like, well, maybe, I mean, maybe I don't No fun. I don't want to negate anyone's feelings, but also chill. Yeah. And I, I will say that once more with a little more serious. And it's like, if something bothers, if someone comes to me and says the language you use bothers me, I will acknowledge that I will validate that. And I will work to 
incorporate that learning into my future speech. I do, though, think that, like, you can, don't cancel us, like, you can choose to feel attacked by women with an X, or you can try and see that it's being used in possibly a ham-fisted way, but with good intention, and if you're able to, like, if you feel capable of taking a moment and if it's someone you trust and actually will receive this information then it's worth saying something it's not usually helpful to just like i don't know i be be angry in space if it's not something you can change a great embracer of um both stay in your lane as a um what's the word i'm looking for what do you call the things they embroider on pillows they have a special name for them. Like a like a catchphrase? Yeah, something is it a catch-all? Um Oh, uh listeners, text 555 if you know the words that we're I'm, saying. I mid Google. <laughs> It'll come to us. Today's I think I mentioned this already. Today's it's August a ca- 11th. A catchism? A catechism? No, that's different. <laughs> A catchism, that's a stupid word for that. That's a summary of the principles of Christian religion in the form of questions and answers, um, which is what I, the word I was thinking of, but not what I meant at all. You um, know, I know. I feel like I have it. It'll come to me. But I love stay in your lane because if it's not your business, just like shut your mouth. Nobody asked. Um, unless someone is like actually going to get hurt. Doesn't matter. Chill. Um, yeah. And uh, also... Uh, is quote is this the hill you want to die on because sometimes the answer is yes yeah like if it is a a deeply held belief value boundary whatever sometimes it's the hill you want to die on sometimes it's not and like just what if you let people have their opinions as if no one is being actively harmed and obviously if someone is being actively harmed physically emotionally verbally in any way like you speak up you say something you do the right thing um yeah but if not maybe keep your opinion to yourself i feel like yeah and we definitely sort of skirted around this in episodes two and three like says the person with a podcast spewing opinions (laughs) bitch you know what i always say you've got two fast forward buttons (laughs) Okay, you got a 15 and a 30, baby. Uh, yeah, no, but I, I feel like the, and this, um, episodes two and three, if you managed to skip those, um, were our two episodes about non-binary awareness day, and they led us down uh, quite interesting paths, and I think a lot of this conversation is Uh, related to ideas that we laid out there. So if you managed to skip episode two, episode two was a long boy. Uh, If you skipped because it was a long boy, don't be a baby. Go back and listen. Take the time. It's important. Like who, these conversations are important because I think if we are going to be the defenders of the trans and non-binary community, if we are going to fight for ourselves and the people we love, like we have to have 
answers to these questions, even if they're not the right answers, and even if we don't have the same answers between the two of us. I think it's important that we're having the conversation. Like, these are truly not conversations I'm having anywhere else. I agree. And I think they're important to have between the two of us, and I think they're important in general. I think that they, like Non-Binary Awareness Day, having these internal conversations can only get us so far. I think that, like, the people that you're trying to educate have to be ready for your education, so, like, I'm glad that we're thinking critically about this out loud and working this out because now when, like, some ding-dong in my life is using these terms, I can say, well, like, have you really thought about that? And I can also acknowledge and appreciate the people in my life who are using those terms and have been really thoughtful about it and appreciate the work that they're doing. So it's, like, it's nice to kind of verbalize and work through things and uh, and have some kind of idea in hopes that that sort of clear eyes can't lose kind of thing can help educate or change someone's mind who has a negative opinion about these things or is using this language in a performative way or something like that. Absolutely. And I also, in doing the work of thinking through, you know, figuring out what I actually think about this and then how to verbalize that in any sort of coherent way Yeah, have had to be very reflective of about it. And like, even as we've been talking, I've been really thinking and like, well, you know, yes, I'd have a very cynical take on it, but like I tend to be uh, reticent of identifying in groups in any way. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, so who am I to argue, you know, I I if people... <laughs> if people feel included, you know, by certain things and I happen to find them hokey, like there are plenty of other things, yeah. you know, exclusive gender that, um, you know, a, a, a comical example being like a freshman orientation because it's that time of year, like, and everybody being like, woo, we're a class, we're a freshman. I think it's fucking hokey and stupid and dumb. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's because I am reluctant to identify with any sort of large group, uh, but both in in experience, in practice, and in feeling of exclusion and otherness. Like, yeah. you know, that's uh, a whole that's a whole episode, because yes, yes. Um, so for for many reasons, yes. <laughs> Speaking of uh, being an individual on their own, uh, you recently took a journey. You took a solo trip. Ugh. Dude. (sighs) So, okay, here's the whole long story. There's a podcast that I listen to uh, called The Adventure Zone, and it's the first season is, is Dungeons & Dragons podcast. It's three brothers and their dad. And I had an extremely emotional experience with this podcast. Uh, Discovering it, my brother sharing it with me, connecting it with other people in my life, sharing it with other people in my life. Um, The stories and characters, um, like, changed me in a lot of ways. Uh, Their second season was a story that took place in... Uh, a fictional town in West Virginia, and is it, it was, still Dungeons and Dragons? Uh, it, they played a game called Monsters of the Week, which is okay. a, a different role playing game. 
um, I found myself completely losing myself in these characters. I was reading fan fiction. I was looking at cosplay and fan art and was completely obsessed with these characters and these stories. And I was catching up to real time. So I was listening to the backlog of the podcast, catching up to real time. So I was seeing things as spoilers. Um, The big thing that I was seeing was uh, a character named Indrid Cold, who was also the Mothman. And I just sort of immediately thought that Indrid was a woman's name and had some very strong feelings about a person who presented as female to the world, but had this real monstrous explosive identity of a moth man. And so I completely like became, you know, non-functional and so absorbed in this idea. And then it got to the actual Mothman part of the story, like the, the Mothman episodes. Um, Injured Cold is a, a male character based on the Smiling Man cryptid story, the Mothman components based on the, the Mothman lore. Um, but I found myself referring to myself as the Mothman instead of referring to myself as uh, a woman or a girl anymore. Uh, it was easier for me to see myself as Mothman uh, than it was for me to see myself as a woman anymore. In some additional episodes, uh, there is a non-binary character named Hollis who uses they, them pronouns. And I was listening to the episode where Hollis is introduced and was at my desk uh, at work and literally started to cry and like had to walk away from my computer and turn off the podcast because I was doing like manual just transferring information from one place to another and couldn't see my computer screen because I was crying because this character had they, them pronouns. Uh, And it was like, it was those stories and the characters that these three ding-dongs and their dad were role-playing, like was giving me the space to consider these things about myself that I had never really thought of. So I owe it, (laughs) I owe it all to them. Uh, and all of my friends who helped me come up with this uh, and figure this out. So this past weekend, I took a half day off of work on Friday and drove 10 hours to Point Pleasant, West Virginia, where the Mothman statue is. And I dressed up in my Intrigue Cold cosplay and took some photos, and I wore uh, a Mothman t-shirt, which a friend had, uh, my best friend bought me for my birthday this year took a bunch of pictures, then some cool teens showed up with like a professional camera to take pictures of each other. And I like slunked away with my (laughs) iPhone. Uh, It was so funny. I just sat there being like, hello, cool teens. I am one of you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, I left early Friday, drove all the way to West Virginia, stayed the night uh, on Friday, saw the Mothman Saturday and then drove home uh, early Sunday. Uh, but yes, that was my adventure and it was amazing. And I love the Mothman and I spent a lot of money on Mothman merch and I have like my Mothman mug and my coaster and my sticker and my t-shirt and my ball cap. (laughs) Good. I'm so happy for you. Catch me outside (laughs) scoping for the Mothman. (laughs) 
glad you had a great trip. Um, uh, thank you. My follow-up question is, uh, outside of Mothman-centric trips, outside of moth travel, um, <laughs> what is you? What do you like to listen to on a long drive? Uh, I'll even give a- you. I will give you a long commute, but I mean a long drive, as you are not an active driver. They're so, two different things, though. It's true. Uh, now that I'm a podcaster, it's a nice excuse <laughs> to... Now that I'm a podcaster. Oh, what, <laughs> what I meant was now that I'm a person who listens to podcasts, but also, yes, now that I'm a podcaster. <laughs> um, I have trouble uh, audi- auditory... Um, I have trouble with auditory processing unless I have a visual focus. So uh, I liked listening to podcasts while commuting because I could you know, be looking around and seeing. Um, I like playing Stardew Valley and listening to podcasts because it's it occupies all of my brain or listening to podcasts while I'm doing literally anything. So driving is nice. Um, I got through like 13 or 14 one-hour episodes of season two of The Adventure Zone um, over the course of the drive and caught up on my politics podcast. Um, when... Uh, but that's only like open road because I like to be able to concentrate. Uh, I, if I'm like driving through, God forbid, the city, um, or if I'm like getting on the highway or even just like pulling out from my hotel, um, I really like music that I'm either very familiar with or have never heard before. So I have like playlists that I've been building over the years where I can just kind of drop into them or I'll put on like a two hour house music radio show, house music that. and podcasts. Amazing. Uh, now you tell me, um, you, you just, you just did a trip. What do you listen to in the car? Oh, I am around? always driving. I love driving, listening to music. I feel like I've had, we've had part of this conversation that like, I love driving yes. windows down, hot weather, like music up. There was a summer a couple years ago that I had, <laughs> bought a renting truck and like needed movers for my furniture and everything that the movers didn't have to carry because I could not physically lift it. I drove up and down myself every weekend um, because my leases overlapped and tip to tip of Vermont's about four hours. So I would like go up Friday night, spend the weekend and come home Sunday night. Um, It was great. It was such beautiful, like open driving, Um, just gorgeous rural Vermont. Um, I am, I usually will listen to either, um, a a playlist that I've made, um, usually not for a drive specifically, but I have, I make them, you know, enough that I have a pretty decent library for different moods and things or things that I've made, you know, if I'm going to see a certain friend and it's one that makes me think of them or whatever, um, or they're really kind of centered around the time of year often. Um, uh, and I also really enjoy listening to, uh, and we had talked about the album as a whole, and that can either be a series of albums that I find go well together, or if I have, once in a while I'll get the feeling that, um, and if I have enough time to listen to an artist's like whole discography front to back or yeah, back to front. Yeah. Um, which I did most recently. Um, I think when I was moving down here, um, I listened to the Waxahachie discography, 
Yeah, um, yeah. In, I think, chronological order, like, first to last, which was really interesting because then immediately after that, um, she did this really cool fundraiser because she was supposed to tour. She had an album out in, like, April or something. Mm -hmm. Um, She was supposed to tour, obviously is not, um, and played a live show, like, from her house every Monday for like five or six weeks however many albums she has and like did one album every show and like talked about it and you got to learn about all the songs and it was very very cool um but i love listening to a discography if you can um and yes there are different different playlists for different seasons and different reasons and things like that but i love um a good long drive especially in the summer which is my check-in item i wrote down is that it's the end of summer. Um, is it, though? Because it's a thousand million degrees. It's not. It is August 11th. Um, but I personally, you know, find as soon as it hits August, like, my heart breaks. Um, I just, I have such joy and, like, sweetness and faith in the summer. And I've been so lucky that, like, the last couple of years, like, my fall and spring and winter have been pretty damn pleasant as well. Um, it is certainly not the, the pit of suffering it once was, but like the end of summer just breaks my heart, man. Every time there's something so special about it. Um, and I don't know if some of it's that like back to school feeling, uh, from being a kid or being a teacher or, you know, the days are getting shorter and you start to notice it and the, you know, like all the, the fruits and vegetables are starting to die back and like things like that. But like mm. something about this time of year just it really gets me good. Get real nostalgic about stuff. The light is beautiful. The weather's really intense. We've had some really it's been very hot or very stormy. Mm. Um, I'm so looking forward to uh, getting my body in the ocean soon, mm. um, which is a treat. I don't always get to do that. So I don't know, man. August gets me. I'm too soft for uh, the end of summer. You just wait. You wait until November rolls around. This podcast is going to be unbearable. No, I, I'm good. I'm good through like that part of I'm good through fall. Oh, no, no. I'm saying I'm very bad. <laughs> it's great. So, well, you can have a bad like. No, November is a big old problem spot for me. So. Well, I crumple. <laughs> We're going to in... have to record every day because I won't be. <laughs> Once a week recordings, we're going to have episodes until like August of 2022. I'm just going to need you every day. I crumple in February and March usually. So I, I'm excelling in March. March is March is I, the worst. I, I fuck crush March. March. Fuck March. Really? So you're a you're you are a Q1. You're a Q1 for sure. I'm a big Q1 because I it's the only time of year I have any hope. <laughs> I was having um, a conversation with. I was talking to um, I was talking to her yesterday about how um, I have I'm in the middle of a lot of big changes, yeah. and this is the first time that like. So there's always like, <laughs> my opinion in. Uh, I have a lot of rules that are usually made up and like, this is how it is. (laughs) Life, life is hard. You work hard, whatever. And then there's also the side of me that's very much like, oh, but it could be good. And things are, you know, like, what if we, what if you tried to be happy and healthy and like full of hope? 
because um, I'm just I'm such a fucking hopeful bastard, uh, which I'm amazed because like you put that in contrast with all the shit I've been through. Like me, hopeful, really, mm-hmm. um, and it's his, it's hysterical. But I, so I was talking to her the other day about how um, I'm old enough now that like I'm starting to see you know the patterns of of my choices and how I That's act. It's really something, uh, but one reflection, huh? Some reflection, some reflection. Uh, but one of them is being, uh, just, just hopeful at every turn, trusting to a fault, uh, and hopeful despite all of my huff and bluff and flexing. Um, so, you know, hopefully what is today's August 11th? Hopefully things pan out for the best. You know what's funny, though, is this episode is going to get released the first week of October. That's what I'm saying is things will be, <laughs> things will be one, not, conf- Time capsule. not 100% different, but like probably like 60% different in my life then. Um, yeah. Let me, let's, okay, here's how I want to end. We're going to make two predictions. Each of us are going to make one prediction. Okay. Where one prediction about your life uh, for the first week of October when this episode goes live. And then we'll, we'll tweet about what's real and what's what's fake. I wanted to do two. I want two predictions for October. Okay. Two okay. predictions. For me, I predict I will be... And this may just be wishful thinking. I will be confidently explaining my political choices... That's prediction number one for me. Prediction number two for me is uh, I will be going on dates. <laughs> this is why we need a YouTube a YouTube series. <laughs> we just made a couple of so you can date a couple choice. <laughs> no. I want the world to see that that what just happened on our video. That's fine. This is it's we're very gestural. Um, we are. It was shrugging and and like eye rolling and awkward smiling. That was what I was doing at least. <laughs> Hit me with your predictions, dude. Um, my predictions for October. I have to. I, I'm tr- trying really hard to navigate the difference between my predictions and my hopes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I kind of did one hope and one prediction. <laughs> I would say um, my hope is that I will be working towards a healthy balance between my all of my commitments, my work life and my personal life. It'll be my last semester of grad school. Um, I will have a new job, whatever that job will be. Um, and I'm certainly in some new social situations. So I hope I can work on finding a healthy balance for all of those things. Um, and then like my fun prediction is that I'll have another tattoo by the first week of October. Okay. Hell yeah. Excellent. (sighs) Well, thank you all so much for listening. It's been 70 minutes, although 10 of that was me trying to figure out my audio recording, and two minutes was me killing a bug. So we'll see how long we get in the final cut. Um, I want to plug the Spotify. Plug, plug, plug. 
Um, it. <laughs> it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's good. It's You're cool. such a goop. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Ew, goop. Um, I don't know. This is the first thing I can think of. I'm hot. I'm dripping sweat. <laughs> um, this week's playlist on Spotify is music to listen to when it's just too hot. So follow Save us on Spotify at, um, I believe we're FLC podcast. Um, we will link it in the show notes. Um, I am assembling a 45 to 60 minute short playlist every week to go along with our episodes right now. I'm hoping, uh, We'll have some opportunities to collaborate uh, in the future, but for right now, it is uh, a personal, personal project of mine. So check it out. Let me know what you think. Uh, FLC podcast on Spotify. Uh, follow us also on Instagram, Free Live Cams Podcast. We are FLC Podcast on Twitter. We have a Facebook page, a Facebook page, Free Live Cams uh, Podcast. Make sure to also like and subscribe to the podcast. Leave, leave him. Leave us a rating and a review. Uh, continue sending us feedback and messages. Um, by the time you hear this, now I'm like really in my head about the asynchronicity of this. Um, by the time you hear this, uh, hopefully we have gotten more and more and more and more feedback and comments. So um, please do like and subscribe. Send us information. Also make sure to uh, cue in to the lip match production other shows they are also on instagram and facebook so make sure to follow the chris and sal show uh super excellent lots of laughs definitely check out those two guys find us wherever you get your podcasts uh, thank you to leah for designing our logo thank you to zach for composing our theme music uh Thanks to Max, who sent me a Twitter message about having our listeners submit feet pics. Uh, submit what? A feet pics. You did say feet pics, just as long as that's really what you said. <laughs> I did. I chickened out in the middle, and then I decided to say it anyway. So, yeah, I think that's it. I'm just so grateful. I could do this for five hours a day, you know? It's, like, hard to just be like, okay, goodbye. <laughs> So with that said, okay, goodbye. Goodbye. Hello. Three, three, two, one, stop.